0: Welcome to the Oddcast, brought to you by the Odyssey NFT experience, seeking to deliver value to creators, collectors, DeFi natives, and DGens. Every episode, we will speak with personalities across the space about all things NFT in an effort to celebrate, explore, and educate about the many facets of this incredible creator economy. I'm your host, Flame, and I'm here with a promise to keep it interesting, uplifting, and always odd. Let's get into it. We are here to first and foremost celebrate the artists and innovators from all corners of the space within the Odyssey community and beyond. There will be news, there may be alpha, but there will be nothing that should ever be mistaken for financial advice. Always, always, always DYOR, friends. And with that, let's get to our next incredible guest of the Oddcast, Alex Free. Alex is the founder of Next Decade, a Web3 project featuring a decentralized app for displaying NFTs, as well as the companion NFT project, Bunsland. He shared some incredible insights with me about Next Decade, Bunsland, and luxury brands, and I'm excited for you to hear our conversation. Well, first of all, thank you so much for joining me today. It's really a- Awesome to finally get to uh, sit down and speak with you about thing that's been going on with Next Decade and Bunsland.
1: Yeah, always my pleasure.
0: How about first we get started with uh, you introducing yourself and giving us a little background on you? Sure.
1: Um, so I'm Alexandre, I'm 32 years old. Um, I'm the CEO of Next Decade, uh, a company focusing mostly on metaverse, uh, creating a social uh, marketplace right now. And uh, and my background is basically half being a developer, half being a designer, kind of an hybrid. Um, and I spent five years at Louis Vuitton uh, doing uh, Internet of Things, connected objects. Um, so very cool objects like uh, the, the mechatronic trunk of League of Legends or the uh, fiber optic bag of Virgil Abloh or things like that. And I've been at uh, Microsoft also uh, for a while before uh, before Louis Vuitton. So yeah, basically this.
0: So that's a pretty extensive, not only gaming background, but tech background as well. And a connection to the luxury world. How do you feel like that affects your ability to participate in this space?
1: Me, I, I started when I was 10 years old, uh, having my first computer uh, with internet, and I started with uh, internet related chat, uh, chatting with people. So so I entered in internet with the community aspect uh, of the things. Then I used to play a lot of video games, such as World of Warcraft, uh, where you all re- also have a community aspect. And I was introduced to code and design through communities like um i don't know if people knows but scriptdb.org or deviant art uh, which were also about communities um and then i've been doing a lot of tech with uh, with microsoft with uh, with my school epitech and a lot of design also um especially at louis vuitton so those three skills community um tech and uh, design, I think they are like converging right now. Um, there is, you know, it's like those those inspiring people like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, et cetera, that are very tech in one side and, and some other very inspiring people like Virgil Abloh or Karl Lagerfeld or people like that. I feel like those spaces are merging in a way. Um, so you have more and more hybrids uh, operating in this space. And I think I'm I'm one of them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I think you're right. I think it takes a combination of several skill sets to really have a firm grasp on all the things that you all are doing. And speaking of everything that you're doing, what is the Bunsland project? And what inspired you to get that going?
1: Yeah, so um, I left Louis Vuitton last, uh, in 2021, in May, I think. I was introduced to a lot of Web3 projects um, because they were looking for CTOs uh, able to build uh, their tech stack, and then I I was the first before doing that. You should practice the space um, and and do NFTs and uh, uh, and release them because I used to work with a very powerful powerful brand, which is Louis Vuitton, and I wanted to know if I was able to. Um, Brings up with a with a project, so I decided to create a dot Land with uh, with uh, friends of mine, which uh, are now uh, uh, co-founder of the company and um, a bit cute. Um, and it's very inspired by uh, I don't know if people knows, but Kakao Friends, Line Friends, those digital uh, avatar that you can find in Asia, Bear Bricks that you can find also. Um, those figurines, and and also there is one called Vivienne at Louis Vuitton. So the inspiration was really, let's create like digital toys um, that people will like, and let's come with a more inclusive way of doing that. Um, Not being too technical, too techy, or too sarcastic, but more uh, accessible uh, for people. Uh, We did that three times, and so three collection and those three collection were um, successful, very successful. Uh, and then we managed to raise money to build, um, what is next decade right now. But at the beginning, it was a utility for Benz. We said, okay, it's cool. You have uh, NFTs, but what do you do with next, um, and next decade was the answer. So we decided to stop land for a while to then build next decade. And now we're going to come back uh, to Benz.land through next decade.
0: Yeah, one of the things that really impressed me about the project when I saw the design initially, I mean, this was in the middle of last year and, you know, NFTs were really starting to explode and I'd only seen a couple other maybe NFTs that had that 3D design element really nailed down. And some of the initial designs I saw, you know, they were in their own packaging and it felt like you know, a virtual version of something that you could buy at a store. And even though I didn't quite fully know yet that you had that luxury design background with Louis Vuitton, it gave me that sort of premium vibe. And then when I found out about your background, it all really kind of made sense and it gelled and you were already working with some premier artists in terms of, you know, skinning these buns and giving them these cool uh, designs. And so, I mean, I was impressed right off the bat and, I was excited to be part of the community and and just see where everything was headed. Can you talk about basically how everything has progressed sort of from the beginning stages to where Bunsland is now?
1: Yes. Um, So I created the shape of the Buns during the summer 2021. I was not able to do proper 3D. So I I learned during, I think, two nights, Blender, and I started to design uh, the rabbit. And then I, I started to apply patterns to and I, it felt like really cool. Uh, so I was like, okay, let's release something. Um, and then we decided to bring Bunz.land uh, to people as a platform for um, to have fun, to, to, to play with NFTs, to have a, a nice community, like a beginner community. Uh, and right now we are moving to something um, a bit more crafty. Ted, uh, about craftsmanship, so we're going to onboard more and more uh, artists, um, more and more experience, uh, and I think we're going to explore also the new concept of BUNS is to explore natural uh, phenomena that happen in the world um, through various cool designs. Uh, so uh, we, the, the next one will be called Super Bloom, uh, the next collection, and uh and and we will uh, reinterpret those codes uh to to create beautiful buns because it's always design first and um and we will develop the concept of club uh especially and with perks that we have uh so we are working on the real fashion show um, and the bunch owners will have an access to it we are doing a lot of parties in Paris recently. And we have some partnership with like luxury brands and luxury experience in Paris. So the goal is really to say, if you have a bun, it's cool. Yes, you can also have uh, the same version in physical. Now we do the buns in physical uh, version, but also you will have all this experience in Paris. The goal is to maybe suggest something uh, different than NFT NYC in terms of experience um, and initiate people to to the cool part of, uh, of luxury and fashion.
0: Oh, that's very cool. I, I'm already having FOMO about missing these events. I, I'm definitely gonna have to make sure that I can find some time in my calendar to come to Paris at some point. I mean, that's definitely on the list, so don't worry. You guys will see me eventually and uh, we'll definitely get a chance to hang out in person. I'm super excited about that.
1: Perfect. We, we, we'll go to nice restaurant.
0: <laughs> what motivated you to uh, get into creating your own project as far as Bunsland and Next Decade?
1: Hmm. Um, it's a mix of different things. Uh, first thing, I started to feel a bit uh, empty regarding the meaning of what I was doing. Uh, so I was doing a lot of cool things at Louis Vuitton. It's a, it's a super nice company. But after uh, doing too many projects, I was like, Wow. do I contribute to something bigger than just like selling products? And I had the feeling that not really. Um, and I was telling myself with what I know and what I can do and with my network, maybe I can do something um, with more meaning. So that was the first thing. I was also seeing that people, uh, they were not really, especially at Louis Vuitton, the clients, they were not really interested by Who they are truly, they were more interested by the image of themselves that they can project um, to to the others. Um, So I realized that there is a digital kind of or or, um, a digital version of them that they can imagine, and this is this person that they would like to incarnate. Um, And actually, the the PFP profile topic etc. came at the same time, and I was like. Okay, it really really reminds me what happened in games, like uh, when you have an avatar in World of Warcraft or something like that. You you dream you are someone that you are are not really in the real life, but it doesn't mean that this is not someone that you would like to be or the way you would like to be seen. Uh, So I realized that you can empower people with digital content, uh, not only real physical product, to make them feel better and and communicate way in in a better way, uh, what they like and what they would like to be. Um, So, so I decided to create a startup about it. And the goal also was to reduce the distance between people. I felt like um, people, they struggle to have a dialogue recently together. So I can give you a few examples. Um, You have uh, richer and richer people and you have poor and poor people and the distance between them is just increasing like crazy and it's not good for any of them uh, you can see the same uh, phenomena with um, with uh, tech people and non tech people uh, and it's very dangerous for non tech people because they can get abused you saw the amount of scam in the in the industry right now um and the people that have the knowledge they can also trick uh, and and create really bad things so and and they are not under control so I was like, OK, let's reduce the distance. Let's let's create dialogue, because as soon as you have dialogue, you can um, educate and you can um, basically have a better life as community and communities. Uh, uh, but there is no platform to do that. Like all the social network that I see right now are not really decentralized. Everything is machine learning driven, not, not human driven, I would say, in a way. And um, it's really fake. Uh, we saw the limits of Instagram and, and all of that. And I have the feeling NFTs uh, will change the way people uh, look at uh, other people. Like, I can see with what you own, uh, what you are engage- engaging with. And I was like, what if we create a platform when where you engage with a project, you earn um, rewards, like in gaming, like achievements. Uh, achievements in gaming were never meant to uh, on people and engage people in, in, uh, noble cause like, uh, ONG, um, uh, association, uh, the planet, uh, human, social behavior, etc. So I, I was like, if we are able to create those, um, channels to redistribute the value, it, it could be great. It's just that nobody built that before. So I was like, why not? Why not trying?
0: That's awesome. And, uh, you know, you have a strong connection with luxury brands as well. Where do you see that connection between luxury brands and NFTs? And how does that affect the overall mission of next decade?
1: Um, First, the level of craftsmanship. Uh, luxury brands, they have a, a very crazy, insane level of craftsmanship. Um, there is a huge part uh, that is art de vivre, lifestyle. Uh, so... So you can redefine really a lifestyle um, easily uh, with those luxury brands. You can see uh, how, uh, you know, you had the punk at some point that were really bad and it was integrated in the fashion show and the, the punks became very f- famous. Then we had the same phenomena with um, uh, streetwear. Uh, streetwear was really bad uh, considering fashion industry and then it became the best thing uh, ever. And I think the same thing is coming with uh, NFTs, metaverse, etc it was considered really bad having a, an avatar etc etc and then in the future it will be the best thing uh, in fashion so i think this is a good place to to practice um with a high level of craftsmanship and uh, there is a lot of mechanics that are the same than the nft metaverse space with luxury so it's it's pretty easy to navigate between both
0: nice well i know that you have some relationships with luxury brands that. You can't really reveal yet, but I am excited to see what that entails as far as the roadmap. And in terms of the roadmap, like where you are at now with Bunsland and Next Decade, you guys recently just launched a new feature as far as the virtual gallery. Can you tell me some stuff about that?
1: Sure. Um, So we released the first version of the DAP, centralized application. Which is basically a kind of a social network uh, where you can see all the users in a grid. So this grid, you, you will be able in the future uh, to filter this grid to see only what you want to see. So let's say you want to see only uh, the, the owner of, uh, of Olympus uh, NFT, Odyssey NFT or Buns NFT, but you can filter as much as you want uh, to have a view of, uh, of the users. And then you can click on them and, and see in 3D uh, who they are, their PFP, some information like uh, their Twitter, their website, etc. And also all their gallery. They can put, people can put spaces and in those spaces you can put NFTs. Uh, and then you can zoom on the NFT and, and discover everything about all those NFTs and the collection of the person. Um the goal was to say it's not that easy to visualize NFTs of others and there is no experience behind. Uh it's very, very transactional, so we try to 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 have another approach. Um so far it's working very well. I'm surprised. I was not expecting that many registration right after the launch. Um but it it's working well. And uh the goal is really to, to address three topics. Um visualize how do you visualize your nfts how do you share them uh with people and how do you discover new projects um so we try to do it in a very 3d way if you go on the platform nextdecade.app you will see uh, the the 3d design that we put in place uh, to to try to be a, a next-gen platform in terms of uh, interaction
0: yeah I've, I've checked it out it looks very cool it gives me uh very current and modern high-end design vibes, which I really, really love. And the 3D cubes all put together gives me some old school Kubert vibes as well. So I kind of like that connection. (laughs) I don't know if everybody's going to get that, but I like that it's got a touch of a retro design vibe as well. Um, (laughs) And I think it's cool that you guys are working on this whole social connection to the things that people collect and the things that people are interested in. And it also reminds me of the community itself, you know, the Discord server that you guys created and the non gimmicky, non bot loaded, very organic growth that you guys have created and sustained. And it feels very tight knit in there. You know, it feels very, uh, you know, like the people that are in there are interested in the project. Everybody's connected, everybody's vibing with each other. It's not artificial. Do you feel like that was an important thing? when you guys were developing this project to not go too fast, to not overload with, uh, you know, all this artificial interest.
1: Yeah, it, it's important because, uh, and that's why I love the fact that we are launching during the bear market uh, because it's hard. Uh, you will not have the KPI that you want to to have, but that's not the point. The point is to try to remove the noise. Uh, it's a new platform. So we have to lead a bit the way in terms of what we want to develop because it's, Kind of new even if at the end it's never really new what you produce it's just a reinterpretation of existing pattern with maybe one or two percent that you modify Um, but yeah we have to lead the way but at the same time we are co-developing with the community to really fulfill their needs as soon as we put the vision and we translate it to a feature then we have a lot of feedback and we try to to integrate them and co-develop to really decentralize the value, the value of the, uh, the platform. And yes, I think it's important to be organic at the beginning to, to, to have a fit with, with the community, because if what we are building is not really what people uh, use, there is, I am not building something that people don't want to use. <laughs> there is no way.
0: Amen. Because, you know, you see a lot of that flash in the pan stuff where the Utility isn't really thought out and it's gone almost as soon as it starts. And I think that's one thing that's really cool about Bunsland is that you guys put out a quality art project. You know, you had artists like No More Mondays working with you and some others. And the art was really cool off the bat. And it could have just been that, right? Like it just could have been these cool NFTs with artist collabs. And you guys have decided to take it in so many other directions. And... I think that's a testament to, you know, the project itself and the fact that you guys are still, you know, surviving this bear market and building. That's very cool.
1: The name of the company also next decade uh, was meant right it was to say okay we are not here for the next 2 months. Uh, the goal is to build for for longer. Um and you can see that uh, some social network like Meta they are they are building. So I think there is more or less 300k people Trading right now, uh, NFTs, and there is 300k people uh, on Horizon, the the game of uh, the game or Metaverse or whatever of Meta. So it's the same amount of people, more or less, but with with two different philosophies. Um, And Meta is announcing a fashion show with Prada and Balenciaga, uh, with skins that are not really nice looking, to be honest with you, Um, and. Us, we are also launching a fashion show in September. Uh, but the craft is insane. I, I can uh, tell you, you will see uh, very soon. Um, it's it's really beautiful. We are working uh, with with very talented people, such as No More Monday, but also others. Others, sorry, uh, that are used to to produce real clothes uh, for uh, for the fashion industry. But we we brought together 3D designer uh, from digital art with real designer from the real world, and we. We are trying kind of um, to suggest something, an alternative. We don't know if it's going to work, but at least we want people to be able to say, okay, we, we don't really like what's, what's happening on this side. So since they are building that, why not try it, at least and, and see if, uh, it, if it goes somewhere. And if it's not us, maybe it will inspire another team uh, to, to, to build the right product. But we are trying to, to contribute to the culture right here.
0: That's awesome. I'm really excited about that. And I got to say, one of the reasons that I'm excited about it, when I first got into NFTs, you know, I've always appreciated art, but I've never really been that into it until I discovered digital art by way of NFTs. And now I can't get enough. And it's the same with luxury brands, which I really do think are an art form themselves. You know, I think that's why uh, people who can afford to get involved in that space are attracted to that. And I also think that NFTs have helped level the playing field in terms of how people can connect to luxury brands. It's opened the doors, I think, for more exposure and it's opened the doors for more interest. And it's a new culture. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Also, the fact that we are removing um, uh, those algorithms that are locking the rich uh, that you can have on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, or whatever. And we let the people create their own algorithm with filters. Uh, so we are not limiting the reach of anything to anyone through this platform. So it's really important, I think, because for people that are building, it's too annoying to, to not be able to have some visibility uh, to users. So And qualified users, actually, uh, from the space. So that's also a key key part of what we are building.
0: what do you uh, see as far as the future for next decade in terms of what you're doing and how the NFT space is developing? Um, I would say
1: we are going to build this early adopter community with next decade uh, that are going to um, contribute to the grid, contribute to the space, et cetera, start engaging with each other to create this uh, early adopter community during Q3. I think during Q4, we're going to increase the level of content and partnership and brands. We already have the partnership with the brands coming, crypto brands in- included. Um, we want to do both because we believe that the normal brands, they will bring some visibility to uh, crypto brands and etc. etc. It's like a, um, a common value for everyone. Uh, for- everybody that that they can share. And, um, and then we we really, it's a matter of speed, honestly, Um, if we manage to onboard, to be clear in the onboarding on the platform of of, what you can do with your NFTs, uh, how you can engage with people. um, I think it will be successful if we are too slow. We might uh, have an issue because in in front of us uh, we have like massive companies that are uh, able to do crazy stuff. So the, the the goal is really to onboard as many users as we can, uh, starting at Q4, I think. Um, but but the, the onboarding process needs to be uh, well done. to to let enter more people, more diverse people, not only the people that used to be here during the bull market, but new
0: people. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you really do have to be cognizant of best practices in this space and making sure that things aren't rushed, things are thought through, things are well planned out.
1: Yeah, and the space is changing so fast. So fast. So
0: you have to adapt all the time. Yeah, every day, it seems like there's something new that's happening or some (laughs) development. It really is this exponential, curve of innovation i think that also excites me you know it's it's impossible to be bored in this space if you are bored then i don't feel like you're paying attention exactly what excites you most about the future of nfts like the potential of of everything that's happening right now and and where we're headed hopefully honestly
1: it's uh... It's all about, so I think the software is being built and software will not be a huge topic in a few months, last year. Uh, it will be a commodity. I think only the brands will stay and this is the new way of building brands. So in a way, it's a new, a lot of brands are going to appear. Um, like Olympus and Odyssey for me, it's already very, very strong brands uh, with a strong communication, strong strong um, personality etc and i and and they can do almost everything those brands so so me since i love brands uh with dna with storytelling etc i like to see how we can reinvent a lot of brands when we used to think that almost is what it was done doing another Walt disney or, or mcdonald it was like it's impossible but actually it is um so this is interesting And the other part that is interesting is uh, the value of the people that are uh, in the space. They are different and I think it's one of the key of a better place uh, for the future, for the world, because there is, sometimes it's a bit extreme, the way people behave uh, in Web3, but at the same time, there is no uh, in between like, they, they fight for what they want and and what they think. And it's been a long time that I uh, didn't see that uh, uh, on the web. Uh, and at the same time, there is a lot of conversation with all the gradients that you can have in terms of opinion. It's not zero or one. It can be dot 0.5, 0.2, et cetera. So I think I'm excited to see more and more people thinking this way because this is the way you, you share the most and, and you build the best
0: actually absolutely as far as you know advice for artists and coders and innovators you know looking into this space because i feel like you are a solid combination of all of those things do you have any advice for people that are you know looking to make a mark in the space looking to get started
1: um i w- would say uh, try release, release, release. Absolutely, release. Don't don't hold the thing because I know people are perfectionists. These are developers or artists. They like to always add um, a last thing, and and maybe it's not perfect. But imagine in, in ten years if I did that this way, etc. And something simplifying is hard. Sometimes, sorry, simplifying is hard. But they, they should really try release and see how people react, and then they co-build. Uh, I know it's not very often you have the feeling that everything needs to be perfect and then people will like it. But actually, I think in this space, it, it's the opposite. People want to, uh, they want to build with you at the same time. So you should never uh, um, go too far alone because otherwise why it means that you need nobody. And, and in life, it's rarely true. Uh, you always need someone to, to, to build something uh, meaningful. So release as fast as you can uh, your craft.
0: Are there any other projects right now, outside of Bunsland, outside of Next Decade, that you are personally really interested in that you think are super cool?
1: Um, there is a lot of them at, at different level. It can be infrastructure, it can be marketplace, but especially what you guys were building uh, with uh, Olympus and Odyssey. I'm always impressed with the with the with the structure and, and the speed and uh, and how do you say this. St- Seriousness, no. How serious you are about uh, what you are building—it's it's always very impressive. Um, I'm seeing also a lot of uh, a lot of decentralized organization, new new kind of decentralized organization coming in the space, uh, being locally implemented uh, in countries uh, to create a space to host people. So this really interests me because I think. They're going to be an uh, enabler like uh, House of Bitcoin, etc. Used to be for Bitcoin. Uh, I think for NFTs and stuff like that, those structure will be very interesting. Um, and in terms of project, especially, honestly, I'm buying so many different projects right now. Uh, just ridiculous. I, I can't stop. It's like a drug. <laughs> it's small project. But even if it's small, uh, it's it's even more fun to me uh, because I know the people, I can talk to them, and I like to share their vision. So honestly, uh, it's even more fun than when the bull market was here for me right
0: now. I agree. Well, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining me for the podcast and sharing all this cool information with me about Bunsland and Next Decade and what you're currently vibing with in the the industry.
1: It's always a pleasure to to talk with you. Um, I love you're doing uh guys it's very cool i think we should uh, integrate odyssey to next decade uh, as a as a marketplace um so let's 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 uh, see what we can do
0: <laughs> sounds great it was great talking to you once again in the meantime uh take care and uh, can't wait to see what's next no pun intended
1: T- take care too flame. bye and uh, and say hi to odyssey <laughs>
0: had the pleasure of knowing Alex for some time now and can't speak highly enough of him his team and their collective talent and wisdom please check out their projects provided in the links in the podcast description and be on the lookout for all their future offerings we have another great guest lined up for our next episode please don't miss it you'll be able to find it along with all other episodes wherever you find your favorite podcasts thank you for continuing to support Odyssey art and innovation see you soon